Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, We back then. We back, Tim. Oh, oh, we back. And we back then. We back, Tim. We back. We back. Ah, it's been a long time between uh, between podcasts. We've been off the air, uh, but luckily, everyone's going to be looking at their phone today, and it's going to. New episode from the two drunk accountants, and the day is going to be made. It's been a tough slog getting through this first week back at work, but yeah. there's no better way to end it than an episode of the two drunk accountants. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's, it's felt weird not recording for the last few weeks. It has felt weird, actually. We, we've recorded essentially every week since mm. April last year, mm. and we've just taken two weeks off, and I don't know. I felt like I had a lot to say, <laughs> but no one listened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I wake up on a... a Is that fr- the reason we started the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wake up on a Friday morning and I turn around and I look at Kat and I'm like... What is the Dan and Cat? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So shut up, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want to hear about my week. So uh, mainly because she was there with it <laughs> the entire time. But yeah. It's uh, it's good yeah. to be back. Welcome to the 2019 uh, Two Drunk Accountants. 2019, Tim. 2019. New and improved Two Drunk Accountants. The new two <laughs> episode, the Two Drunk Accountants. Uh, uh, I'm speaking for myself there, yeah. obviously. All right. Well, but, uh, yeah, this is the podcast where we uh, put a bit of a banter into some small business education. That's right. We dispel the myths around running your own business. We talk about some topics that you never know, you might be too afraid to ask your accountant or uh, you feel like you probably should have known and are now too afraid to ask anyone about it. That's it. And basically what we do here is we get drunk on beverages and hard accounting. So... (laughs) (laughs) Hard accounting. Hard accounting. (laughs) That's good. Do you accountant hard? (laughs) Yeah, I am a hard accountant, Tim. (laughs) Uh, Yuck. uh, All right. What's what's the first segment then? Uh, Tim. What What is is the the Tim and Dan we haven't lost the touch. Nice. We nice. haven't lost that touch. That uh, Tim, my Tim and Danlow has just been uh, Christmas mm-hmm. and New Year has been between the last podcast and this one. Yep. And yeah, had a great time hanging out with the family, various friends. various events, friends. I uh, went away for New Year's, as you would know, because you were there. <laughs> and uh, that was good, actually. Just kind of laid down on the beach, reading some books. Hmm. Had a good time. Chill. Yeah. And uh, hey. We're getting old. Yeah, we are getting old. That, that was probably the best bit. Not, <laughs> not the New Year's Eve drinking part. <coughs> the best part was the sitting on the beach with a good book. Uh, uh, if I had a cup of tea, that would have been the highlight of my whole last two weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, That's horrible. But, yeah, uh, and the last week, back at work. We started work on Monday and, uh, I mean, not as fun. Mm. But it is good to be back, get back in the swing of things, get a routine again and... Uh, Hopefully work off some of those Christmas kilos. Cool. 
Thank you? you for that insightful uh, Tim and Dan, though. Dan, that was pretty much, I guess, what 99% of people are feeling right now. Yeah. Listening to the podcast. That's right. Well, I've got something like slightly more interesting and a little bit more f- more interesting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be more interesting that in- than that intro, Tim. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I do subscribe to the Handyman Monthly, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> It's a real thing. No, I know it's a real thing. I know it's a real thing. I don't know how I came to subscribe to it, <laughs> but I get, I do. I get their emails. I get their emails once a month. The handyman and, monthly. Yeah, well, goes with the cred, mate. I'm a handyman. <laughs> I think that removes your cred. <laughs> oh, no, handymans have to keep up with the. Uh, yeah, right. To some the latest CPD. tools and yeah. tricks of the trade. Okay, well, I'm assuming you got. Um, we did some work around the house. Yeah. We, uh, we actually set out to paint a room. Mm, you set out? Yeah, we set out to paint a room. But? No, th- we did all right, actually. You did all right? We did all right. It took a whole day, day and a half. Yeah. It was a very small room. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to get a friend around, Damo, yep. if you're listening. Because uh, there's some... The way they hung the curtains. Weird. It's really weird. They had to put anchors in the wall. I've, oh. never, I've never dealt with anchors before. Oh, like the, one out and it made a huge hole. <laughs> <laughs> the the bolts that kind of go in yeah. and they hold it up. Because there's yeah. no wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've 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 seen and used them. So we ripped one out. And I was like, Damo, how do you deal with these? Damo's a tradie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, I'll come around. Two minutes later, he's there. He's just hammering them into the wall. It's much much easier just hammering just to them push in. them in. Yeah. And then covering up that. Yeah. And pulling them out. That makes no sense because they're going to be gripping everything. That's why yeah. you ripped a giant hole like in your wall. It, yeah. So I'm assuming you ripped the giant hole in your wall by yourself, <laughs> and yes. then you called Demo. Yes. Did he yeah. bring some? I FaceTimed him. <laughs> I showed him the hole. <laughs> he brought some spack fill he over did. or something he and did. filled up the hole. I bought one from Bunnings, but it wasn't heavy duty enough for the <laughs> hole as well. He just pushed my shit through. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, yeah, so handyman monthly. Thank you. Shout out. What did they teach you about painting? I don't know. I just gave me confidence because I subscribed. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it would have been handy if you had a drill. Yeah, no. I don't think we needed a drill, Dan. No. No, let's not bring that you up. You never needed one. No. All right. Well, uh, a good, a quick episode is a good episode this week. Uh, mm-hmm. We are a little bit low on time, but we did want to get an episode out for our first week back. Yeah. So, let's move on quickly to the business update. Business Tim, update. what have you got for me? I've got a few interesting ones, actually. Um, first one being, there was some new GST rules for, uh, for collecting, um, GST on, uh, let's see, low value imported goods. Um, so you remember that Dan, when the GST rules changed? I do remember that. Yeah. Low value imported goods. So something less than a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, so those rules changed Yep. and the ATO has released, um, I guess the figures on that and they're way ahead of the estimates on what they were going to collect. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So that's positive. Yeah. It means that um, people importing goods into our market, so foreign producers, mm. are having to play on a level playing field in terms of GST with yeah. local producers. Yeah, nice. So that's cool. Yeah, that I see that as a good thing. Yeah, I do as well. Good update. Um, yeah, I've got several more, but maybe I can save them for next week if we're going to run with... Yep. Just one more. It's a it's a New South Wales government one. Yeah. People didn't know this. If you have a if you have a child, there's now a one hundred dollar voucher um, for your children mm. if they're of school age. Yeah. To do something creative like art, music, or yeah, I lessons. heard that. That's a good that's Even a good coding. initiative. 
Yeah, it I is. Like that. It's really cool. Coding, that's a great idea. Yeah. I think that's a really good initiative. So Well uh, done, New South Wales state government. I mean, it's only 100 bucks, but it's better than nothing, right? Better than, like, 100 bucks can that's pay for... That's a couple for, of courses. Yeah. Give them, let them find something that they're interested in. Give them a hobby. Exactly. It's awesome. Yeah, great idea. Uh, your dad, daddy... Uh, Daddy. Daddy gave Hello, us Daddy. Uh, a couple of news articles. I won't read them all, but what is mainly interesting about this is that we're clearly heading into an election year. Mm. <laughs> and so, I've got a comment on that. And, and Clive Palmer texted me last night. Did he? Yeah, I got a text message. Good mate of yours. Said, make Queensland great again. Did you text back and say, I'm in New South Wales, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> I said, here's the plan. How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> It didn't go through. It wouldn't accept no, my reply. It wasn't reply. an auto reply. Yeah. All right. I uh, did send that though. <laughs> I did didn't you? take kindly to it. <laughs> that is no. That's not on. Don't text. Don't text me. It's ridiculous. Don't text me, Clive. He's advertising everywhere. He's Clive. on a bill. We're all driving to Port Macquarie. He's on a billboard. Yeah. Have you seen the? Um, I think it was koala mattress though. They yeah. had his sign. But over his oh, face was a koala, and it said, awesome. "Make sleeping great again." That's so good. And it, but it was it was just exactly his billboard, but with a koala over that's his face. That's so good. <laughs> but he would love that. I think Clive would love that. Yeah, he's getting more exposure. Well, you know him personally. He sends you text messages. Yeah. How did he get your number? What are you signing I don't up know. to? Exactly right. Probably Handyman Monthly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Secretly, that's Clive Farmer's yeah. organization. Trying to get all the idiots in. <laughs> um, <laughs> the idiots. So essentially, you know, there was a there was a, an article here about um, the treasurer launches assault on Labor's capital gains policy, and the headline is investors to pay world's highest tax under ALP. So that's mm. that's a bit of a political front page, front front page, front page. Weekend Australian. Uh, the other ones are making and keeping those financial resolutions. So that's an in- interesting article as well, just about. Um, about what are some good resolutions to have, like yeah. putting more money into super or setting up direct debit saving plans, reviewing your service providers, things like that. Mm. Um, which is, yeah, that fits in well with what we spoke about with Quang. Oh, for sure. Uh, and then the last one here was uh, just about how investors are often in the dark about how their super funds actually operate. Mm. So this is self-managed super funds. And, and that's, that's true. Like a lot of people don't even know that they need to get their super fund audited or they don't know... Lots of things about their super fund. There's so many rules and yeah, if you're, if you're embarking on a self-managed super fund journey, you mm. need to have a fair balance in yeah. there to begin with. Exactly. Um, to make it worthwhile. But you also need um, good advice from a financial planner and an accountant. Yep. 100% Tim. Well summed. Uh, so that brings us to the end. But essentially, there's going to be a lot of news this year, I think, leading into an election. Oh, so. Yeah. We're going to have plenty to talk about, I would you know suspect. What I would love to do, Dan. What? Get a politician I would, on the show. As soon as you said that, my mind went, we should get a Labour politician <laughs> and, a, and a Liberal politician. There's local ones. Yeah, and There's... just ask them about their policies. Yeah. What, is your, what are policies are affecting small businesses that you're announcing? Actually, I, kinda, I, I know a couple. Yeah. Definitely get on the show. I think that's a good idea. All right, let's, let's try and do this. All right, let's, let's uh, throw another idea into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> we should really listen back to our episodes and write down our gold ideas yeah. that we come up with. Brilliant. All right. Uh, um, Tim Stardust tips? Tim Stardust tips. <laughs> Tim Stardust tips. Go I'll for it. I'll make it quick this week. All right, go. So, it's a little bit late, 
because it's a couple of weeks since Christmas. Yeah, it's but, just secondhand gifts again because you've already done that one. No, no, secondhand gifts. No, that's fine. Yeah. No, well, secondhand gifts is you buying something secondhand. And yeah. yeah. Reloving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is spreading love. This is reloving to other people. Regifting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that gift someone gave you. Mum gave you like, uh, you know. I don't know. What did Some, your mum give you, Tim? <laughs> they listened uh, to the no, podcast. No, they, they, they gave me a Rebel Sport voucher. Already spent it. All right. all, all, already done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, if you got something that maybe you're just not so fond of, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you just never see yourself using it, Dan. It's, yep. not that, it's not that it's a bad gift. It's just that it's not a gift for you, really. Yeah. I understand that. Like a monthly subscription to Handyman Monthly. <laughs> That's a gift for me. That's very handy. I don't know. I don't know that it is, Tim. <laughs> You're right. I don't it's a good need gift. It. I don't need that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't do anything. <laughs> Maybe I should subscribe to like gardening, Gardeners Monthly. That's a better one. Um, yeah. Anyway, so you've got it sitting there. It might still be in its packaging, preferably. Yep. And um, what you should do is plan out some friends, family who have some events coming up. Maybe a birthday. Maybe a wedding maybe an anniversary mm. and put them aside and use them as gifts. It's a good idea, Tim. You save money. And you know what? People actually like the stuff sometimes that you've been given that you don't like. Yeah. So don't throw it out. No. Don't just let it sit there, collect dust. And in five years time, it's just all eroded and useless. Mm. Regift it to someone. Spread the love. Yeah. So if you're going to get Tim a gift, <laughs> uh, Make sure that it's something that he likes. <laughs> Otherwise, he's going to throw it away like last week's newspaper. Don't take offense right? if I re-gift a gift. But, and I'm not saying I do that a lot. But it is a really good way to do it, Dan. Yeah. No, the, other, yeah. the other thing I, I want to say as well. Mm. If you can, keep the bags that people give you with the gift. And you can reuse that bag with the gift. A lot of people do do that. Yeah. A lot of people do that. That's just common they, sense. And that's, that's also like saving waste. Because if people, you know, if I'm buying a gift bag, I'm going to, I'm getting a $1 bag. Mm-hmm. Or two, like I'm not spending, I'm not buying a Hallmark bag that's six bucks. But a lot of people do. Yeah. So a lot of times you're going to get a gift bag that's a $6 gift bag. Exactly. That should be reused. You can't throw that out. Reuse the gift you bag. You can't throw it out. Sometimes you can even reuse cards, Dan. I've never done that. <laughs> what do you just cross out your name and put, you know, it said to Tim, but there's a line through Tim and Dan. You can cut off the back cover <laughs> and reuse that thing. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> you can. That one's too far. You can. Sometimes you can reuse the card. Uh, shout out shout out to my, my stepmom, Baz. Yeah. Uh, Baz. She makes cards. You're the ultimate accountant. You have a stepmom named Baz. Her, her real name's Cheryl. Okay. <laughs> but we call her Baz. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, she makes cards, birthdays, Christmas, and my my thought is perhaps she does. That's awesome. I do that. Cut as up well. old cards. These are nothing like your cards, Tim. These are top notch. Like you could sell oh, these you mean in like a, an A4 piece of paper with drawings. On yeah, it or not like that. that. Not oh. that. You, you could you could sell these in a shop. I, I'll oh, show you wow. some of these one day. They they are they are spot on. Cool. She does a brilliant job. So shout out to Baz. That's awesome. Anyway. Oh, well, that's nice, Dan. Let's move on. Main topic? Main topic. So, Tim, our main topic this week is inspired by a client of ours, um, but it's yes. also inspired by a 
many clients of ours and many yeah. people who... Many people we know. Many people we know. Uh, I have a, two friends in particular. Shout out to Bill and Chris mm-hmm. who love a good side hustle. What are their nicknames in the uh, chat at the moment? Uh, they're... Oh, who knows what their nicknames are. It changes every <laughs> second day. But, you know, sh- shout out to the fog and to the bat. Um, <laughs> That's so lame. So... Uh, our main topic this week is around side hustles. Yep. And whether or not you are running a business or if, or if it's a hobby. Uh, whether yeah. or not... That's you know, tax-wise. What your strategy should be. You know, uh, What are your intentions going into this side hustle? Yeah, exactly. Um, what are your infrastructures? What are you trying to do here? I've got to say, from my friends and family, and not many clients, mm. but from friends and family in particular, this is one of the most common questions I get. I've started doing this and I'm getting a little bit of money for it. Yeah. Do I, what do I have to do for that? Yep. Exactly. Mm. It mm. happens a lot. Yep. And that's, and that's just become a popular term of the side hustle. That's become yeah. very popular. Exactly. Years, but it's a, been around forever. Really. There's, a, there's a podcast that I listen to called Side Hustle School. I don't listen to it every day, oh, but okay, it's, cool. it's a daily podcast and it goes for, daily. Five, goes for five minutes. Wow. And all he does is talk about somebody's side hustle that was written to him. That's cool. And he just talks about, you know, so-and-so from here is now selling drink bottles online. They built a website. This is how they did it. These are the, you know... That's awesome. This is how they're doing it and there's so much money they're making. That's very cool. Yeah. So, th- there's a lot of people out there who are trying to start a side hustle. Either they want a little bit of extra cash on the side yeah. of their job or they just creatively just switch their mind to something different. Cool. I like it. Great idea. If you have an idea, do it. So, then, <clears throat> is that our starting point then? With a side hustle. Why? Yes. Why? <laughs> Why a side hustle? Well, as I just said, some people just want a little bit of extra cash and they've got an idea. Now, this really does impact on your planning for the yep. side hustle. Yeah. Which impacts on the tax implications. Correct. So, so you really do have to start with why. So, the main, the main why here is, are you doing this because you enjoy the act of doing it hmm. solely? Yeah. In which case, you're probably not aiming to make a profit. Yeah. In which case, it's probably more of a hobby. hobby. Hmm. Or are you doing it with the aim of earning cash? And growing something. Building a business. In which case, your side hustle is probably a business, and you gotta not start a putting, hobby. You've got to start putting some strategy in place. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Uh, so, I come to you, Tim, and mm-hmm. I say, Tim, I've come up with this idea. You know, I'm just going to do it on the side of my job. Um it's a brilliant idea. It's it's very easy for me to run. I'm just going to earn some extra cash. But what do I need to do for it? It's well, not my main job. Yeah. It's just a little bit of extra cash. Do I need to even declare that? And that is not a straightforward answer. No. But my answer to you would be, okay, um, well, how often are you doing this activity? Yeah. Um, how much are you earning yeah. from the activity? Yeah. Do you have a lot of planning and organization to do around that activity? Or is it just Mm. something that you do on a Saturday because you enjoy doing it with friends and family? Yeah. And you happen to earn a little little bit of money out of it. Yeah. Um, And with those factors in mind, if if you said, well, it's probably less than $5,000 a year. Um, It just so happens that it's... Um, yeah, it's it's mainly with family and friends and it's something that I just enjoy doing. It's not planned at all. I don't have a website. Mm. Um, then I would say, 
Yeah, that's probably more of a hobby. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, for instance, an example could be I, you know, I subscribe to Handyman Monthly and yep. I've just yep. gotten into uh, woodworking. Yeah, and you happen to have a just a hundred dollar drill or like a, yeah. A, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> and I've used that drill and, and other tools to, you know, whittle a couple of tables and some yeah. chairs and just because I enjoy woodworking, it's relaxing for me. True. Um, you could I, even be like doing it with a men's group. Yeah. I, I have no need for those chairs at that table. So chuck it on Gumtree, I get a hundred bucks for them. True. That's probably a hobby. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds hobby-esque. Yeah. You, you, you're not, you know, you're not making many and many and many and many of these things and no, you're selling them widely a, and you have a website and you're doing all, you know. It's not a planned and repetitive yeah. task. A, a, and product. at a hundred bucks for a, a hand whittled table is cheap. So You're not marketing your services. Exactly. Either. You're just putting it on Gumtree. You're essentially just getting rid of it to make space for another one that you want to have fun making. Exactly, exactly. And if a little bit of cash comes through because yeah. of it. Yeah. And a hundred dollars is probably just enough to cover the materials. Yeah, true. You know, true. You're not aiming to make a big profit there. The tools and things that you've bought—they're not sophisticated tools. No. Perhaps. No, they're what you would expect they can to be have if around it's the a house. Hobby, yeah. But, um, but then that's down a whole different street, really. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, what's an example of a not hobby? Okay. So. You've subscribed to Handyman Monthly <laughs> and you've just gotten into woodworking yep. and you make these beautifully intricate tables mm. and you decide, hey, I reckon I could sell this for a lot of money. Yeah. So you make 20 more of them. 20 more and uh, of the same table. At the same table or other tables, just individual, whatever. And, and, you, I, just, yep. and you just keep making them and then you, build a, you have a website where you sell them website. online. I um, find the best suppliers. You find perhaps, suppliers, you yeah. go down to Set antique stores. And things as well, like customers, you go yep. find channels to get to people. Yep. Um, you set up a bank account specifically bank account. for that. You keep track of your income and expenses. Yep. And and you know, all right, you know, the, tab the table costs me. You've got me, a phone number and yeah. an email address yeah, specifically for that business. You've worked out that the table takes 20 hours to complete and about $500 in wood. Yep. So, you know, to make a profit, you need to sell each table at about $2,500. Mm. You're running a business. You're running a business there. You're running a business. You're absolutely running a business. Now, if if the business stays small and not much happens, is it a big problem, Dan, um, to not include that in your tax return? Well, it probably depends on how much money you made. You exactly. know, if you sell one table, it's probably not an issue. But if yeah. you make $20,000 that year, mm. then you need to declare that income. Yeah, you do. So, that's probably where... A little bit of a guide, an anti-guide, is the non-commercial losses rule comes yeah. in. So, $20,000 of sales. Yep. Um, that's where you can offset losses against your other income. That's right. Um, so, you might be starting a business up, well, without knowing it. Yeah. It starts out as a hobby, turns into a business. Yeah. And you could actually make losses for the first few years. Yeah. And that is the other reason why people often ask this question. Like, hey, I'm doing this and uh, I'm kind um, of enjoying it. Yeah. But I'm losing wanna, money. I'm, li <laughs> I'm not making more than what I'm yeah. spending. Can I put that loss against my other income? Yeah, exactly right. So, so we'll, we'll probably get into non-commercial losses another in time. Another episode. But essentially, they're just rules governing whether or not if you've got a side hustle or a sole trader business. Yeah. And whether you can offset, whether you can offset the loss against your other income. Yeah. 
And there's several rules that you need to, hurdles that you need to jump over to be allowed to do that. Yep. But one of them is, did you earn more than $20,000? In sales. In sales. Mm. So it's a good that's indicator. That's not profit. That's yeah. not after expenses. No, that's sales. Yeah, that's just... Yeah. So it's a good revenue. indicator of, you know, and, and I wouldn't take our word and say, all right, well, I've learned less than $20,000. The two drunk accountants told me it's a hobby. No. You, yeah. could, you could earn $5,000 and it's still a business. So take it this way. Yeah. If you've earned less than $20,000 in sales for your hobby mm. and you've made a loss, well, then the ATO doesn't care if you're included in your tax return. Or not. Yeah, because you're not applying it against You can't anyone. offset that loss against your other income. If you've earned less than $20,000 for doing a hobby, which may be a business, and you've made, and a, you've profit, made a profit, they care. It's possible mm. and likely if you are organized, you've got yeah. a phone number, you've got a website, mm. you're advertising to the general public. Mm. Um, that and you, I suppose you're developing like a product list that that's a business and you should include that as other income. Yeah. So j- just to solidify the exact characteristics of a business that the ATO give, mm-hmm. uh, they say you've made a decision to start a business and have done something about it, such as register a business name. Yeah. Okay. That is or, definitely a thing that people do. Or obtain an ABN. Uh, you intend to make a profit or genuinely believe you will make a profit from the activity even if it's unlikely to do so in the short term. So that's something that we've just discussed. Yeah. Uh, you repeat similar types of activities. There you go. So, so you're doing the, the same thing over and over again. So you're mm-hmm. building tables and tables and tables to sell them. Mm. So that is a repeating a similar activity. If you build one table every now and then and just flog it off on Gumtree, that's not a business. But yep. if you're repeating constantly building tables to sell them at a profit yeah that's probably a business yeah uh the size or scale of your activity is consistent with other businesses in the industry oh that's a that's a good one that's yeah. a good one hmm. but, and that's 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 a little bit hard to to define oh, um, for sure I, I think that one is a little bit ambiguous uh, but it has to go along with all these other ones. So the other ones are uh, your activity is planned, organized, and carried out in a business-like manner, and that may include keeping records and accounting books, mm-hmm. uh, having a separate business bank account, mm. operating from a business premises, having a license or qualification for that business, mm. or having a registered business name. Yeah, so if you have some sort of qualification in that field, yeah, like passing the Handyman Monthly's yeah, um, if if you are certified handyman monthly, yeah, certified handyman monthly, then that could you're be, more likely to yeah. be running a business than a hobby if you're if you're helping friends and family and making a bit of money on the side. Exactly for that thing. Exactly. So that's that's whether or not you're running a hobby or a business. Mm. So that's the first part of that. So if if you that's are more like compliance and tax, really. That's right. So if you are a, a hobby, then don't really worry about it. You're fine. Just keep just doing keep what you're doing. your hobby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you make a little bit of cash on the side, brilliant. But that's not the aim of what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but if you are running a business, we've determined that. What do you need to do now? Tim, mm. a lot of people come up to me and they say, right, I've started this thing. I am making money. It is a side business. Yeah. yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Well, that well, you're starting a new business. Yeah. And we have got an episode on this, Dan. We do. What do you do when you're starting a new business? You essentially start that process and yeah. you figure out, okay, well... Based on a number of things, how much income I'm expected to bring in, mm. uh, whether or not I've got family members around me, mm. um, that could be used for income. Yeah, oh, true. 
splitting purposes. Talking about structure. Structure here. Mm-hmm. Uh whether or not there's other people in the business, whether or not I'm going to need to employ people, all these things. What's my plan? What's, What's my, my long-term plan? plan and vision exactly. for this business and my goals? Yeah, and that, yeah. that all determines whether or not, you know, you're just going to register for an ABN as a sole trader yeah. or whether or not company. you're going to be a company or a trust, trust. Or, or, or invest that kind of income. Then you've also got to think about insurance, cash flow. Do we need finance to start this business? Exactly. Do you need to buy some equipment yeah. before you can actually start doing this business? Yeah. Or uh, look to hire some employees. Yeah. and, and A if, lot of factors to consider once it turns into a business. If you're working full-time um, and you've, you've come up with a side hustle, more often than not, the answer would be you just register for an ABN. You, you know, you're not expecting mm. to earn hundreds of thousand dollars here. Mm-hmm. You, you might just be hoping to get 20 grand. I think the beauty of the side hustle is... You can do something that you enjoy and it gives you a creative outlet. Yeah. You can make a bit of money. Potentially, it could grow into a business. Into a real that's, business, that's yeah. If, if things go well. Yeah. It could turn into something amazing and you could quit your job. Yeah. Um, or work less. You can yeah. work a couple of days a week instead mm. of five days a week. Correct. And um, if there's some tax implications to that, I think you're thinking about the wrong thing. If that's your biggest concern. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're not enjoying your side hustle anymore once exactly. you start going down the tax path. Yeah, if if you're worrying about the tax, then um, you probably definitely are in a business. And- you got yeah, <laughs> you got You've got to ask yourself, what is this side hustle to me? Is it something I want to enjoy mm. and just keep low level yeah. and just with family and friends and and just not too worried about making money on it, mm. or is this something I want to grow and yeah. turn pro with? Yeah, it, it, I'm it, the sort of person that I'd want to be. Either ends of those spectrum. I don't really want to hang in the middle there. Hey? No, you, you you would want, or you, you could just have a good idea that you think could grow, and so that's on the far right hand side of that. That's yeah. that's saying, I have an idea. It's not necessarily a passion or something I enjoy doing, but I think I could set this up on the side and earn me some extra income. Then, yeah. all right, let's look at your tax consequences. Earn me some extra income. Exactly. <laughs> um, or you're on the far other side and say, oh, I just really enjoy whittling tables. And <laughs> I love how you say whittling tables. Yeah, well, you got a big, you got a big piece of wood, and you whittle it down to a table, Tim. Oh, I've never heard you say whittling tables so often. It's like you're Michael Orford, mate. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, making tables. Can I can I tell you I tell the audience a funny story because Orford doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I lived with Orford for a while. Yeah, okay. And he's a friend of ours. He's a friend of ours, and he. We moved into this place and he declared, we had no furniture. He declared, all right, we're not buying a table. I'm going to make one. And we're going to have it here. It's going to be great. It's going to have a big steel frame and big wood, big thick wooden top. It's going to be great. I'm going to build it. I'm going to go to my dad's place. We're going to do it together. It's going to be fantastic. And we all said, brilliant. Sounds good. Uh, about two weeks later, he pulled up with his car and yeah. what was strapped to his roof? But a wicker table he'd just bought that was on sale <laughs> at Barbecues Galore or something like that. Good one, Orphan. Did you even? You didn't even end up using that table, did you? No, we made him take it back. It was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pain in the ass to put together, and it was like an outdoor setting, just sitting so in the inside. You went it looked from stupid. Making a table to buying a table and not being able to put that table together. <laughs> but it was a classic Orbit move though. He bought it just because it was on sale. Uh, it was the, and it was one of those like... like the price, it was like the, the, like the, the wicker one with the glass top. Yeah. 
It was anyway. Oh, that sounds horrible. It was real funny. Well, anyway, that he never like a made a table. Me. That sounds like a hobby to me. It's a hobby. He never made a table. A bad hobby. A hobby that he's not good yeah. at. So is there anything else that we need to consider here? Um, I mean, the, the main thing, thing yeah, that we've discussed, we've discussed. But what's what's other things? Um, is this podcast a hobby or is it a business? <laughs> I, I was actually thinking that before. Uh, we don't earn any income from this podcast. <laughs> Let's offset our losses. Yeah. Uh, actually, we'll, no, we'll we carry couldn't. them forward. <laughs> we will carry forward our losses. I'm going to charge... Can I charge the podcast for my time? <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> we do get that question. We do get that question. I'm going to charge the business for my time. Well, that's fine, but that's income to you because the only way you can charge your time is uh, wages. <laughs> yeah. We, we, I get that one a lot, actually. I'm just charging them for my time and I get the money for it and they yeah. get it. It's like, we're like, that's income. You have to declare. That's income to you. Oh. Oh. But then, but it's a loss in the other thing. Yeah, but you can't offset that loss. Yeah. Against income, so. Oh. <laughs> That's, uh, so, are we a hobby, Dan, or? We are a hobby, too. Hobby right now. We are a hobby. Um, we do this out of the kindness of our hearts and wanting to spread some information out there. Exactly right. So, at the moment... And I stress, at the moment, uh, we take no money from you people. <laughs> from you people. But you freeloaders <laughs> will eventually... No, you won't. We're not going to be charging for this ever. Free forever. Free forever. There may be sponsorship. One day. One day. And we've got a few... Um, we can be bothered to ask someone to Exactly. We, we've got a few things on the horizon this year. Um, yeah, true. That, that we've a, a bunch of interviews lined up. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing a bit of work with the Accounting Business Expo. Yep. Um, we've got more... A couple of interviews. A couple of big interviews as well, uh, aside from that, that we've got set up for early this year. So, mm. we've got a lot going on. A lot <laughs> going on on the podcast. But if if anyone does have a topic that we haven't covered yet, yeah, you know, where we've got billions more that we can discuss, yeah. but um, we'd love to get Send some suggestions in, in. Yeah, where can they contact us, Dan? Because I can never remember. Uh, Two drunk podcast at gmail dot com. That's the one. You could find us on Facebook. It's two drunk accountants, Tim. Come on, <laughs> two drunk accountants at on Facebook. I know the Twitter. What? At Two Drunk Podcast. Yep, you got that. Oh, yes. Yeah, TWO well as well. TWO uh, Drunk Podcast. LinkedIn? Uh, like we individually have LinkedIn oh, pages. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Tim Dan, Garth. Dan Osborne. And Dan Osborne. I, I, I did think we should say our full names. Yeah. Like, we never do, actually, do we? Yeah. My name. Daniel Ross Osborne. <laughs> Osborne Daniel Des. <laughs> Bada bay. Ni Sunday mas. Oh, my God. And what street? <laughs> I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I've reached the extent of my Japanese. Densha. That's a train. That's irrelevant. <laughs> Oishi. Delicious. <laughs> All right. We're on to other things now. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you can find us in any of those places. And we'd, we'd love people to get in touch. We've actually had a few people get in touch this week. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. Yeah, and Actually, it was weird because we didn't record for three weeks, and that was probably like we had a lot of feedback in that time. It was <laughs> we did. Yeah, it was, it was strange. strange. So a, a shout out to everyone who has gotten in touch with us uh, with some some messages over the last few weeks. Um, Always welcome. Yeah, uh, we'd love to hear from from more people. It's cool. Uh, Tim, do you have another thing this week to end end the podcast? I don't really have a strong one. Actually, no, I do. One just popped into my head. Okay. 
Um, so this is this is one close to close to us, Dan. Ah, uh, it's a musician. Ah, uh, yeah, local okay. musician. Yeah, I know this. I know, I know where you're going with this. So uh, I, hope Dan, on, I hope he's on the socials. He is. Yeah. yeah, he's got a he's got a social media. We'll tag him. Yeah, we will. We'll tag him. Um, he's a great guy. Um, so Dan and I went to school together. Um, at the entrance high school on the Central Coast. And this guy was we a did. teacher there. Great teacher, English teacher. And um, yeah, one of one of the people that sort of you keep in touch with after mm. school, for yeah. me anyway. Mm. Um, I just kept seeing him around the place and he was really into his music. So yeah. I'd go over to the Six Strings Brewery, for example, and, uh, and he'd be playing a gig there. At, at, at Six Strings. Yeah, he did a couple gigs there. It's a great place, Six Strings. Yeah, it's yeah. They make many <laughs> many fine beverages. <laughs> yeah, I do like their beers. I yeah. do like their beers. Anyway, go but, on. Um, but yeah, so uh, his name's Glenn Watson, yeah. and he's just released an EP. Yeah. So really proud of the uh, of Glenn. Yeah. Eric's teacher. Yeah, he never taught you. He never he? taught me. He never yeah. taught me. But I, I through you, like obviously, I knew, I, I knew of him. Knew of him at school, and and I'd had, I'd had conversations with him. Yeah. I remember once I ran into him on my way to uni on yeah. the train, and we had a chat. Yeah. And then since then, though, like he's he's played at places and things yeah. that we've had, and and I've spoken to him a bunch of times now. So yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good bloke. Yeah, he is a good bloke, and I actually really enjoyed his EP. I, I listened to it four times straight. I should listen to it. You should listen to it. I, I listened to a little bit while you were listening to it. Yeah, but I, I should listen to it. So it's on Spotify. His name's Glenn Watson, and the album is called "How's the Weather There." Yeah, and it's got a really cool little drawing of a tornado and a house flying around. Yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. And so I was going to send him a message, but I, I this is uh, now we'll just tag him, and and that'll be. I think that is a great, great other thing, Tim. Thank you, Dan. Well done. Thank you. And that just came to your head and everything. Also, um, you've had your time. One, <laughs> one way I remember Glenn. Three yeah. words he hates. Yeah. He used to teach me in in extension English. <laughs> yeah, just dropping that. Extension I, English. I, I did drop that after year eleven <laughs> as well. Um, the first word he hates is great. 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 He's like, there's so many better adjectives than great you can mm. use. Yeah. The second word was. I think it was thing. Mm. I don't know. I'm not gonna really elaborate on that because I'm not sure about that one. And Can the last I guess one? the third one? Yeah. Like. No. Yeah. Random. Random. He's like he said that we use that in the wrong way, based on the definition of random. And when that's when, so like, young teenage girls like, oh, that's random. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you're like that's unusual. That's yes. Yeah. I think those are the three words. He can feel free to correct us. Feel free to write in, Glenn. We'd love to yeah. hear from it. What's your other thing, Dan? Uh, nowhere near as good as yours. Okay. Uh, my other thing this week is a book that I've read mm-hmm. that was recommended by you to begin with, uh-huh. and I was gonna read it yep. anyway. Yeah. Because you and you and your wife Jade had spoken about it so mm-hmm. highly to me about a year ago or a year and a half ago, whenever it is that you originally read it. For sure. Um, you told me all about it, and I was like, oh, I got to read that, and I never yeah. did. Um, but now it's our book club book. Yeah. Yeah. Good Red choice. Rising by, you, I think the guy's name's Pierce Brown. Pierce Brown, yeah. yeah. Dan Brown? Pierce Dan? Brown. No, Dan Brown's the Da Vinci <laughs> Code. Pierce Brown. The way I remember that is, it, Pierce could even be a girl. Ooh, it could be. I'm going to look this up. Anyway, yeah, the yeah, author is, whether... the author is Pierce Brown. Uh, Red Rising is the first uh, book in the Red Rising series. 
And yeah, it's not what I expected, but it was great. So yeah, I mean, you can't spoil book club by giving your ratings now. I'm not out of five, but yeah, well, give us a rundown. What what are your thoughts? You enjoyed the characters? Yeah, I, I build up of suspense. There's a lot of you're not really sure. Like sometimes, yeah, it, head right. It, it's in the same vein as you know your Hunger Games and and your other young adult novels, but it's not yes. really a young adult novel. I, I felt like it was a bit more adult than it was young adult. For sure. Um, well, there's there's a lot, lot of death there's, a, there's a lot of death and a lot maiming. of yeah, exactly. There's it's it's a lot more brutal than that than those than those novels. Yeah. Um, but it is a similar kind of concept. Um, but what what they've built around that is is a much bigger world. Yes, and um, and the universe around that much is... more to explore from this first book. Way uh, more and way more explained, I think. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like the Hunger Games is like there's a shroud. It's of, basic. Yeah. Yeah. There's a shroud of like you're not sure what each of the other divisions are and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas on this, they very quickly explain all the different levels of yeah society. Yeah. Essentially, there is a society and there are, you were born into a hierarchy of colors and whatever you were born into and most of the time you're you know those hierarchies you've been bred into that like yeah. you you're specifically you have traits that match that color mm. um so for instance uh reds genetically modified essentially yeah, reds are are the real basic bottom level they're doing your hard labor they're they're in the mines they're, they're pretty much cleaning the they're they're doing all the all all the hard stuff the ones in the mines don't know that yeah, they don't even There's know that... the world outside of Exactly. The they only know the mines and yeah. have been told that there is nothing else above them. It's a little bit like Brave New World-esque or... Yeah, very much kind of like that. You know, you're, you're born to a specific level. Yeah. It's similar to Brave New World. You know, yeah. that's that's your hmm. that's your thing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there are other colors who do different things. Like there's greens. I think they were like the scientists. And then there grays. was grays. Yes. And then there's the... Warriors, and then there's the the goldwoods all the way at the top, and, yeah. and they're like you're superhuman, super intelligent, super attractive most of the time. Yeah, yeah. R- big, built, very strong. Like um, one gold could kill fifty reds or something. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're extremely powerful and smart, but they rule the universe essentially. But all of these people are genetically modified humans. Yeah, exactly. All descending from Earth. Yeah. And there's some story about how the humans all yeah self imploded and. The gold saved. Yeah. The gold saved the human race. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. And <laughs> essentially, cool. the, the book's about a red who um, gets modified to become a gold yeah. and infiltrates them. And It's really cool. And it's really good. It's really good. Um, yeah. So, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I just wanted to give a That's shout out to, uh, to that book. I'm, I'm definitely going to read the second. I actually listened to this. Yeah. Um, this read book. It, read it. Yeah. The reason I listened was because Kat, my partner who's busy at the moment finishing up her psych registration is just constantly reading psych books. So yeah. she was going to listen to it and rather than buy an audio book version uh, and a real book, I was like, I'll sense. just listen to it. Because um, I do listen to a lot of audio books as well. But yeah, it was funny actually because all, all the gold speak like preppy English um, private school kids. Hello, good sir. How are you today? <laughs> like just, uh, I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. I hate the golds. Well, this is Pierce Brown. Ah, oh, oh, cool. He just looks like a regular dude. Yeah, pretty young. Um, youngish, sort yeah. of like. Well, there you go. Ah, cool. All right, shout out to Pierce. There you go. 
All right, Tim, that brings us to the end this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Welcome to 2019. Hope you've got your plans in order for the year. Mm-hmm. You got a side hustle. Hope that helped a little bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, we look forward to bringing many more episodes this year your way. Yep. Until then, calculator. Yeah.